Welcome to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast, a podcast that talks about mental health, life lessons, unbridled motivation, and unique storytelling. Here is your host, retired Army Master Sergeant, Mr. Anderson. Welcome everybody to episode 74. Wow, 74. Episode 74 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today on the 18th of February, 2022. Man, gotta love it. Gotta love it. God bless you all. Hey, before we get started with anything today, let's take care of some housekeeping notes at the website below, the tmbnomadcast.buzzsprout.com. Continues to serve as your one-stop shop for all your NomadCast needs. Now, if you're going over to the social media side of the house, you can find me on LinkedIn. Go ahead and connect with me. Instagram, please like and follow. TikTok, please like and follow. And of course, the almighty YouTube. YouTube, if you like what you hear, you like what you see, go ahead and click that subscribe button now. Click that bell icon button now. And you'll be notified of all the latest and greatest as it relates to the Nomad Cast. For my audio folks, I'm on Apple, as you can see in the rolling credits. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, so many others. I'm here on all podcast platforms. Thank you for tuning in today. We got a great show lined up today. Finally, it's Friday. You should be excited. You should be happy. Get off work early. Go enjoy yourselves. And I'm going to have some uh, some thoughts, some closing thoughts about what, you, what I think we should all do. Not just you, not just me. What we should do today on a Friday. But that'll be at the end of uh, the segment. All right. So it's finally Friday. Today, we're going to talk about five hidden secrets about Red Lobster. If you remember a while back. I talked about five hidden secrets at Arby's. Now, this is not just as I stated in that last episode about Arby's. This is not to attack Red Lobster. This is not. This is just something fun, something I found on the Internet. Speaking of the Internet, I want to make sure I give proper credit before I even start the segment. So this segment is called Five Hidden Secrets About Red Lobster. So I pulled the information from Delish.com. I just want to make sure I provide the proper credit, right? Delish.com. And originally the title on uh, that article is 20 uh, secrets that red, red lobster employees don't want you to know. So this one here, delish.com. It was written by Megan Shepard and Jessica Booth in 2019. So again, only reason I'm reading that is to provide proper credit. So out of the 20, um, the 20 secrets that they had on there, I only pulled five of them and I add my own unique twist to it. So, again, delish.com is where I uh, referenced all this material. But we're going to talk about five hidden secrets of Red Lobster. Everyone has been to a Red Lobster, I assume, even if you don't like seafood. I assume you've either driven past a Red Lobster or you went to Red Lobster against your own will. I myself. I'm a Red Lobster fan. My daughter's a Red Lobster fan. My son, not so much. And my wife don't even like seafood anyway. Uh, but whenever you go to the Red Lobster, the first thing you think about is the cheddar biscuits and the lobsters and the endless shrimp and all these different things. Going, I remember going to Red Lobsters when we were little. 
you had the lobsters inside the freaking tank and you see him with the with the claws taped up and everything. See the guy pull the freaking lobster out, wash it off, whatever. Throw that joker in that pot, man. You talk about some good eating. So we'll talk about some things again. Five hidden secrets about red lobster. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. Number one. You like cheddar biscuits. We all love those cheddar biscuits. Let's see what the website says. Yes, the cheddar biscuits are amazing and they are, you know, they're obsessed, but there's no secret ingredient because they are made fresh several times a day and sometimes as often as 15 minutes on busy weekends. There's even a red lobster employee whose sole focus in life is to apply the addictive garlic butter. Any type, any type of restaurant you go to, Texas Roadhouse, these high end steak restaurants, wherever a sit down restaurant, you will always be greeted with biscuits or a nacho, depending on the restaurant. But those red lobster cheddar biscuits, I tell you, I'm not a bread person. I don't I don't eat a lot of bread, but going to a red lobster is something about taking those hot, warm cheddar biscuits. You take that joker, spin it open, open it up. Oh, that smoke. You smell that garlic and the butter and the rest of the seasoning that's on there. You talk about a taste of heaven. Red lobster cheddar biscuits are phenomenal. They're fantastic. But the thing about cheddar biscuits, just like any other restaurant, if you plan to go there, you know, you want a full course meal. You want everything. Do not eat a lot of that bread because what's going to happen, it's going to fill your belly up. And now that main course that you, you know, you spent hours deciding on where you want to go eat. Now you ordered this main course. By and large, you're probably going to end up taking that main course home. Why? Because you've been eating all those daggone cheddar biscuits. Cheddar biscuits are addictive. Just eat one and take the rest home. <laughs> all right. Number two, order a hamburger. This got to be interesting because this just isn't going to happen. Red Lobster Company policy prohibits serving hamburgers below medium. And we're not sure we, w- we even want to know, but let's be honest. Why are you why are you ordering a hamburger at Red Lobster? That is one of those things in life. You know that is wrong. That is evil. That is disgusting. That is disheartening. Now, if you go to Red Lobster and you want a steak or something, that's different. You don't go to Red Lobster to order a hamburger. I remember many years ago when we, we were uh, stationed in Fort Hood, Texas, my wife laughed at me because we went to our Olive Garden and I'm an Italian food guy. Also, I love French fries. So we go to this Olive Garden and I ordered a spaghetti meal or something, chicken parmesan or whatever it was, and I asked for French fries. And the way they kind of looked at me like, dude, you know, this is an Italian restaurant. And my wife just kind of just put her head in her hand like, oh, I can't believe this dude did this. This is the same thing. If you go to Red Lobster, ladies and gentlemen, you better not order a hamburger. If you don't like the seafood, just don't go. Order a steak or something else. You cannot order a hamburger. And if you order a hamburger, what Red Lobster policy, it cannot be served below medium. Meat should be cooked, ladies and gentlemen. Your meat should your meat should not be pink. If you want pink, go get some candy. Your meat should be well done. But not, first and foremost, don't go to Red Lobster order no dag on hamburger. I'm going to come get you. Number three, lobster races. Oh, Lord. 
According to one person on Reddit and who is a Red Lobster employee, if the staff is having a slow day at work, the servers will place bets on lobster races in the back. We're not sure what the winning server gets, but as for the lobster, they're probably looking at a one-way ticket to the boiling pot. So let me get this straight. If Red Lobster is slow, not a lot of foot traffic, no one's coming by, and it's just pretty much dead in terms of restaurant terms, go in there and ask them, hey, when you guys are not busy, what do you do with those lobsters? Because the article says they have lobster races. That would actually be fun. You know, take the lobster out the freaking tank. Do they, do they, you know, do they unwrap the freaking claws or they keep the claws wrapped up? And then when you place the two lobsters on the floor, do the lobsters know that they're racing? Because at the end of the day, you're going to meet your untimely death anyway. Thank God for lobsters. So if if lobster, if you have lobster A versus lobster B, if lobster A wins, what does lobster lay? Lobster lay? What does lobster A win? Does he win butter? Does he does it? Is his boiling pot, you know, hotter than the other one? At the end of the day, I don't care who win. Put both of them jokers in that freaking pot, and we can we can have the uh, winner from the human race, whoever consumed the most of that lobster. That's pretty funny though. <laughs> lobster races, y'all. Again, if the if you go to a Red Lobster and it's not a lot of people, ask the waiter or the waitress or whoever works there. Do you guys race lobsters? And if you do, I want to see a video of it. <laughs> Number four, extra biscuits. Oh, we started the segment off talking about biscuits, so this got to be fun. Have you ever wondered why every table gets an odd number of biscuits with one extra biscuit, no matter what? A former employee explained that it's actually corporate policy to bring one extra biscuit to the table. Interesting. Another user added, we've been told that the first basket with the extra piece is a conversation starter, and that's why we do it. Now, that's pretty interesting. All these years I've been to a Red Lobster, I never counted the biscuits for one. So now the next time I go to a Red Lobster, I'm counting the biscuits, and they better be in the even order, even uh, 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 an odd sequence. Because if they're not in an odd sequence, per this article, corporate policy you're required to provide an odd number of biscuits that'd be that's pretty cool though and it's a conversation starter you know traditionally you know the golf course has been the place to spark or you know establish a deal red lobsters have become that especially like in the 80s and 90s a lot of corporate people will go to red lobster to talk business so just just imagine you are sitting at the table, you trying to work this deal, uh, do, do this presentation or whatever. And you have the, the odd number of freaking cheddar biscuits, conversation starters. That's pretty interesting. A lot of people don't like these fun facts or these hidden secrets. For me, these things are type. These things are very interesting because that's something that, again, that's why they call them hidden secrets. No one has ever went to Red Lobster. We can all start now. But no one has ever went to Red Lobster and counted the cheddar biscuits. And if you have, please put it in the comments because I'm interested. Next time I go to Red Lobster, I'm going to count the biscuits. That should be fun. Last one, y'all. Surprise. If you're wondering about the most unhealthy menu item, one former employee explained, 
I learned from that. I learned from the worst drinks in America that you will ne- that you should never order a classic lobsterita on the rocks. Get this, y'all. It is the equivalent of seven almond joy candy bars. Oh God, my stomach. Ugh. Okay, the drink. Let's let's straight. Let's strip this down. Let's break this down. The drink is named lobsterita. And the taste is equivalent of seven Almond Joy candy bars. I wish I could see all of y'all right now. I would love to know what human, what human that's on this earth eats Almond Joys, not even seven, let alone one. So you mean to tell me this drink tastes like seven Almond Joy? Almond Joys are freaking disgusting. With the with the coconut and the freaking almond and the chocolate, ew! So now you talk about seven of those in liquid form, named the lobsterita. Men and women, everyone that's listening, please listen to me good. If you go to Red Lobster, please order the lobsterita. I am dying to know what that thing tastes like because I'm not a drinker, and I wouldn't even even freaking order it. I don't like alcohol and two, I don't like freaking almond joys. So that's a bad combination. And I bet, you know what, since we, since I'm on this tangent right now, I bet the same people that go to red lobster and order a daggone hamburger are the same people that order lobster because they like almond joys. <laughs> I'm just having fun. Y'all I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I mean, that'd be an interesting taste, a liquid form of almond joy. It is the equivalent. It's the equivalent of seven almond joy candy bars. Oh gosh, that it just sounds nasty. The name, the nomenclature of the drink, the lobsterita, actually sounds pretty good. You would think when it says lobsterita, you would think something tropical, something you know, like a tequila, if you will. Nah, man, ain't nothing sunshine about that. There's no tequila about that. That's straight seven almond joy candy bars. Ugh, not good. As we used to say in Japan, Joto Jinai, no good, no good. All right, y'all. So that concludes today's finally is Friday. Just wanted to give you guys some 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 audio and verbal energy, visual energy. I thought that was kind of fun to do these things. I love, you know, the secrets of this and the secrets behind this and unknown facts. To me, that's that's really I really enjoy doing those things. Um again, this has been five hidden secrets from Red Lobster. And this is a series I would definitely continue because, again, I can nerd out to this type of stuff. Uh, so we definitely plan for more of those going ahead, going forward. But I want to talk to you. I kind of referenced it in the opening. I want to talk about Fridays. Fridays is a, is a day of relief. It's a day of freedom. It's a day of joy. No one is upset on a Friday. No one is mad on a Friday. Usually the upset days and the mad days are reserved for Mondays and Tuesdays, even Sundays, because, you know, you got to prep for Monday. But I just want to say, just speaking from the heart, speaking from a spirit, and this has really been on my mind. Let's try. Let's do everything we can to take care of yourself this coming weekend. And it starts today. I want everyone, including myself, to look in the mirror and be selfish. Now, I'm not saying neglect any responsibilities you have, whether it's work, household, what have you. But take this time to take this time this weekend, starting today to look at yourself in the mirror and take care of yourself and tell yourself 
reassure yourself, provide you provide yourself with that strength that, you know, you can defeat any foe. You can do anything. Don't let anyone bring you down. Don't let any situation bring you down. Continue to lean forward in that foxhole. Continue to fight and do the things that you need to do right for your goals. Make your success stories. Do everything you can. Don't worry about what happened in the past. You can't recover yesterday. You can't recover last month. You can't recover last year. Right. But you can start your next year today. You can start your tomorrow today. You can start your greatness today. Believe in yourself and do everything possible. Everything possible to continue to tell yourself, provide yourself that internal confidence Don't worry about what everyone else is saying. Don't worry about the praises. Don't worry about the booze. Don't worry about none of that. Focus on you. Do whatever you need to do. If it takes the meditating, if it takes the reading the word, if it takes the going on a walk, on a long drive, focus on you starting today. Once you leave work, if you leave work, you want to go hang out, do whatever. But take some time this weekend to focus on you. Document things that you want to do in life. Document your strengths. We used to call them a SWAT uh, SWAT scenario. Strength, weaknesses, obstacles, and uh, threats. A SWAT, right? You can break it down into four quadrants. Strengths, weaknesses, obstacles, and threats. And use that SWOT analysis. Now you can get a snapshot of where, where you at, where you want to be, and where you should be going and just think about it right you owe yourself you owe yourself continue to say that you owe yourself to be great you owe yourself to do everything that you want to do the only person that's stopping you is you i have to tell myself that every day so it's not about pointing my finger at you this is more of a we conversation right we all can be great we all we all should be great But we got to continue to think that we're great and we got to do great things. Right. So take this time this weekend, starting today, document some things that you want to accomplish and continue to work on those goals because only you can stop you. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes. Finally, it's Friday. Thank you for tuning in on the Trust and Believe Nomad cast. We'll be back next week on the Monday Mental Combat. And thank you for your ears. Thank you for your vision. Thank you for everything. Appreciate it. Again, like, subscribe, and follow. Like I said before, and I will continue to say it, please help me sustain this channel by increasing the subscriptions, the likes, the follows on all social media platforms. I am everywhere, everywhere. I ain't hiding. I ain't stopping. I'm going to continue to lean forward. I already told y'all, documented things you want to do. I have my list here of things I want to do as I'm dropping everything, but continue to stay focused, continue to stay focused, fortify yourself, fortify yourself and stay strong. Put on that coat of armor, armor, stay strong, stay strong. Have a great weekend. See you guys Monday. Trust and believe y'all.